This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I want you guys all to know that I also started a brand new podcast for topics outside the world of MMA. Check it out on Spotify and iTunes and iHeartRadio. It's called The Mark the Shark Show. Check it out. Again, it's called The Mark the Shark Show, available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and more for any topics outside the realm of mixed martial arts. Check it out today. Hi, guys. You can always find out what's going on with the Mark the Shark MMA show by following our social media pages. So please check out the Mark with a C, the Shark MMA show on Facebook. That's Mark, again, with a C, MMA show on Facebook. And on Twitter, it's Mark with a C, BJJ fighter. And on Instagram, it's Mark underscore retorto. All right, guys. So follow us on our social media page for all the updates and to find out when new podcast episodes are coming out. from a little bit of everything with me podcast and you're listening to mark the shark mma show and don't forget to like subscribe and write to his podcast for more amazing episodes the hidden addict is a podcast for the outcast. Do you want to hear how a drug addict functions in their daily life, at work, or in their relationships? If so, then this is the podcast for you. You can find a Hidden Addict podcast on Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Check it out today. Hey guys, I just want to make a quick announcement. You can now get my book called Marcus the Vampire available in audiobook format. You can find it on Audible, ACX.com, and on iTunes. Again, the name of the book is called Marcus the Vampire, The Dark World Chronicles. It's also available on Amazon.com. Check it out today if you can. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, we're back again with Zane. Two episodes in a row. How you doing? How's it Mark? going, Zane? Good. How you been? Good, good. Yeah, we're here to talk about 
the uh, UFC 266. Volkanovski uh, and Ortega. Yeah, man. So what are your thoughts about it? This is going to be a great, great fight. Uh, both of these guys can take a beating, and they can give it really well, too. I think that Volkanovski is just a, a, a little ball of muscle, and he just kills you with every swing. But Ortega has been able to, with Max Holloway, prove that he can take a beating. And he uh, Max Holloway gave, threw everything at him in the kitchen sink, and the guy would not go down. They had to stop it. So I think it's going to be really, really difficult for either one of these guys to get knocked out. Uh, I can see Ortega possibly submitting Volkanovski. Yeah, but- he kind of jumped right to the main event, man, because this card you got, you also got the return, which is good. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I you got excited. the return of Nick Diaz. I mean, well, we went well, right well, to the main Nick event, which is why we go over that first. And then we'll you work know, our way back. We'll, we'll go, yeah, we'll work our way back. Work our way back. We'll work our way back to it. So, uh, what would you like to talk about? Which fight you want to talk about first? Well, well we already started with the uh, main event, so I guess we can uh, continue with that one. It's up to you. We could talk about that for a while, but I don't want I don't want to waste time on just the main event. Yeah, start, we'll work. We'll start with the main event. Uh, I, I'm a, this is probably like one of the like. I, I don't know if you saw last week's UFC fight night one one ninety one. Just do recap on that. That was like a surprise. Like every once in a while, like you know the UFC, you look at the card, it's like eh. Then you watch and you're like, well, fight after fight, the fight was each one was like fantastic. This one, you're looking at it and you're just hoping that it lives up to the expectations that you have. I mean, you got the main card, like we are talking about. We're excited about it. Brian Ortega and Alexander going at it. I think that's going to be a great fight. I have no idea who's going to win. I just think Ortega's just got a slight advantage only because of his reach, right? I mean, who who do you? What are your thoughts on that one? Let's go over that one first, and then we'll get into the undercard. Yeah, you're absolutely right. When you look at when you look at all three of these main event fights, you have definitely, you know, the championship, the 145 championship. And then you look at, you know, these women, you get another championship fight, and that's going to be a great fight. And then you got the, you know, the return, this, uh, the, the second fight between Nate Diaz and Robbie Lawler, which they're all equally good fights. So I guess it's okay to start with the main, you know, the main fight. Yeah. Uh, So if we continue to talk about Ortega and Volkanovsky, there's, I don't, I don't think that Volkanovsky is uh, so flashy and exciting. I just think that he's brutal enough to withstand getting hit a couple of times and just deliver nasty, hard shots. And he just, overwhelms a lot of his fighters even though it was really close with max holloway there were two fights they had it was you know i i feel like it could have went either way for either one of those guys but it it wasn't enough i feel for either one of them but i feel that ortega 
and Volkanovsky. I think it's going to be a different fight than a Max Holloway uh, Volkanovsky fight. I think it's going to be a little bit more mix 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 you up, um, a little bit more on the ground, a little bit more uh, stand up grappling, a little bit more on the ground. I think it's I think there's going to be a finish. I think eventually there's going to be a finish. Yeah, I so, mean I, I don't know about this one. I mean because I, I I was going to say Ortega's got the advantage at a height, but the other guy beat Max Holloway, who's taller, right, or just as well, tall, right? This is this is the thing. Surprisingly. I don't know. You could look up the stats on this and maybe open up a, a search. But I think that Volkanovsky had a longer reach than Holloway, even though he was shorter. I think something about Holloway, he just he looks like he has a long reach, but he doesn't. But I know that Ortega does have a long reach. So uh, I would look that up, though. I don't know if you have you know, yeah, time I don't, now. I don't know. I wouldn't but, even know how to look that up. But it, it's – I don't know. I mean – on the ground, I don't know. Alexander's probably got the wrestling a little bit, but I just think Ortega will be too slick for him on the ground with his jiu-jitsu. And Ortega's got slick boxing, too. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, I think this one is going to be – I think no matter who wins, I don't think there's really going to be a surprise to anybody. Like, if either one wins, I think everybody's just going to think – that each one is good enough to win. So I don't think it's going to be a surprise if either one wins, to be honest with you. I, and I honestly think that I think everybody's probably going to agree with me here that they don't care who wins. We just want to see a good fight. That That's, that, that's what I think is uh, everybody's expectation on this one. I have a, I researched it real quick. It said, uh, Volkanovsky versus Ortega. Odds with expert analysis as Alexander oh, wait, Ortega. What? He's got a negative, right? Volkanovsky has a positive reach advantage of oh, two okay. inches over Ortega. Yeah. So well, I forget what what does that mean? Because they say Ortega's got a plus one fifty to win. Well, no, that's different. Alexander's negative. No, that's different. That's talking about like. People betting on who's going to win, yeah, and who's yeah, yeah. Lose. But as far as just reach advantage, even though Ortega and Holloway were the taller fighters, who you thought would have a, a longer reach advantage, it's Volkanovski, the shorter fighter, that has the reach advantage. I don't know yeah. how he's like five one, five two. Yeah, but some guys are like you know, they're. Uh, I, I just think he overreached. I think he probably has. The, I don't know how to measure reach. If they're just talking hands. No, that's what they're but, talking about. I mean, they're right? talking about reach. They're talking about reach. Well, look like at that. look at Ortega's legs, bro. He's got to get. I mean, not that Ortega's really known for kicking, right? Like, if he was Barboza, I would say it's a little different. But no, when they when they still got to get past his kicks. Not that he's known for kicking. When right? they measure reach, they're talking about reach just advantage hand. with punching. Yeah, not yeah, but I I mean, he's still got to get close to him. I'm just saying, there's legs, but. Like I said, uh, I like both. I just think I, I think people are just going to be happy if they get a good fight. If it if it lives up to the expectations, then you got Valentina and Lauren Murphy. I think you got a, a thing for Lauren. From what I remember. You, I don't <laughs> know. Where, I, don't really <laughs> I I really don't. But I don't think there's any way that she's going to come close to Valentina. I, don't I think so. 
you know, she, this is Lauren Murphy. I feel that she's not as pinpoint accurate with her kicks or punches. I think that she's someone who just has been winning. So you, you look at her, she's 15, four and oh, right. So who did yeah. she actually lose to? Let me actually try and take a look at her stats. Try to take a look at her stats. So she won against Joanne Colwa, Colwood, yeah. which Joanne is, is good, but I think she's more of a character. And I wouldn't say, she, you know, she, she wins a lot, but Lauren Murphy beat her. Then last year, she beat Roxanne uh, Matafari, but that was a three-round fight. It wasn't like a, like a knockout or a submission. She beat uh, Andre, Andrea Lee, which, again, another three-round bout. And then before yeah. that, she KO'd um, Borella. Now, I don't know who this woman is, Borella. I'm not very familiar with her. And then I'm looking at down at 2018, and it was a decision, another decision. So she seems to be someone that – has been winning in decisions a lot lately. And I'm just thinking, you know, another decision, another decision, and not really submitting, not really finishing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my my worry is that she is going to, I don't know, maybe eke out another win, but I'm like against Valentina. Valentina yeah. is someone that she looks for blood. So this is my this is my prediction. I think that Valentina is going to win, but I think she's going to pick pick her up, slam her in the first round, and and it'll be done. I don't I know. Think if it's gonna, be I that think easy. I'm I'm predicting first round knockout, bro. I got Valentina. a feeling. I got a feeling that Lauren Murphy is going to give her more of a fight than most people think. I could be wrong. I think. I think if if she does, I think it's going to be an upset. I think Valentina is going to smash her, but we never know. Right, they said the same thing with Matt Sarah when he fought uh, St. Pierre, and he knocked out St. Pierre the first time. So you never know. Right? You know what it is? You never we know. Way, Mark, we are way too experienced to not allow our emotions to get the best of us in our decision making. Yeah. Right. Well, speaking of emotions, I know you never really liked them, but a lot of people like them. Even though he's been out, him and his brother bring in the crowds. Like, I've been to a lot of UFC fights at Hooters over by my house back before COVID when they were open, and it wouldn't be packed. But you get a Diaz brother in the ring, it's packed. You got Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler in the rematch. I think the last time they fought was like 15, 20 years ago, whatever. Uh, who do you got from this one? I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to give this one to, to Rob. I hope he does one because I again my emotions like you like you you know led into my emotions tell me man I hope Robert Lawler murders him but the one thing is Nick and Nate I like were they ever knocked out Yeah I told you that the last time they had not Nick but Nate Diaz was knocked out by Josh Thompson who's oh, now that's a right. for Bellator I think it's like right. the only time he's ever been that. They've never been submitted, though. Right. But I don't see Robbie Lawler tapping out Nick Diaz. Now, I'm saying Robbie Lawler because Nick Rob Nick has 
in terms of being in the ring, hasn't been anywhere because he was suspended for X amount of years. Robbie Lawler, up to maybe maybe up to probably like two years ago, he was pretty active. So we'll see. And I'm sure Rob is probably anxious to get his revenge because that was like a very good knockout. I guess, I mean, when he fought him the first time, he probably didn't expect someone looking like Nick Diaz would take him out. Because, I mean, he was younger and lighter, but he was built like a brick house back then. And the Diaz brothers, man, they just look like, you know, like little stoners. Yeah, well, they, they are. Off, but that's, that's, that's besides the point. The thing is, they got that stoner looking. They, they don't look like they're in shape, but they are because they're triathletes. But and mentally, they, they were bred for this. this <laughs> they were bred for MMA. You know, I don't know what they would do if there was no MMA. They'd probably be in jail or something. They but, don't. Um, get, they don't get tired. They don't. Like, they it don't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many cuts and bruises and nasty things happen. The only way you can stop them from coming forward is you really have to knock them out, which or a ref stoppage or something like or, that. This is the, the only thing I could think of, right? Because they both are known for scar tissue on their face. Well, the thing is, they had so many fights. Or, or yeah, that that's the fighting. only thing that I could think of. Like if Robbie. Uh, either Robbie knocks him out or he gets a few good nasty shots in, right? And it aims right for Nick's scar tissue because he actually had – actually, I think both brothers. I know Nick especially had to get an operation because he had so much friggin' scar tissue. So, but I, I'm giving it to Rob only because he's been in a ring more recent than Nick. But I don't think he's going to win. I think, actually, I think more people are probably going to be tuning in to pay-per-view for that fight than a main event, to be honest with you. <laughs> the Diaz Rollers, I mean, I don't get it, but they got a lot of fans. They, I, I People just love to watch him fight. And, uh, I mean, I know you, you, you don't like uh, – like him, but they a lot of people like to watch him fight. But I mean, to me, they don't have the charisma as like you know McGregor when he makes his remarks is funny. But dude, when he comes out with "Don't be scared," well, actually, that was uh, Nate that says it. "Don't be scared, homie," and he starts talking shit to the guy in the ring as he beating him up. You know, people love that shit. Then you got the big boys, Curtis Rosenstruck, dude. I don't know. If these two guys make it past round two, I'd be surprised. Uh, actually, I'm so Rosenstruck on this one, but Blades, you can't sleep on. You can't sleep on either one of them. But Rosenstruck and Curtis Blades, they both fought uh, the Black Beast, and they yeah. both lost. So, well, actually – I'm not 100% sure if Rosenstruck fought the Black Beast. I'm almost positive that he did, but I have to look up uh, I have to look at the statistics on that. But I'm going to give this one to Curtis Blades. Mm. We'll, we'll be at odds on that one. Winner buys the other one a beer. <laughs> or a block of cheese in my case. Anyway, but I don't know, man. That I mean, this that's what I'm saying. This card is stacked. I mean, they're coming right out of the gate. And then 
Before that, you got uh, Jessica Andrade versus Cynthia Calvello. I don't know. I I'll, I'll probably lean a little bit towards Jessica because she's had the belt and she's fought for the belt uh, another time after she lost it. But Cynthia is not is no joke, man, on the ground. But yeah, I don't think she has the strength as Jessica. You know. I don't. I haven't seen Cynthia. Uh, by the way, uh, Rosenstruck. He he fought the present champion, but he did not fight the Black Beast. So I would say I, I'm going to go. Uh, Cynthia, I think, has more skill. I think that Jessica Entourage is basically just a bull. Uh, but I'm going to go with Cynthia Calveo on this one. Okay, I'm trying to see because that's it for the fights. I'm just I'm just curious. Well, then they got the preliminary. See if they have the preliminaries because I didn't see it on UFC. No, they do. Really. They got Marlon Moraz. Oh uh, yeah, Roxanne. Yeah, even even the undercard is good. I mean, they got we don't Dan have to go Hill. through it, but I mean, for the guys listening and watching, this, you got Marlon Moraz, you got Dan Hooker, uh, Roxanne, Modafri. They got a. Pretty good undercard. Damn, even and even the prelims, even the pre-prelims are pretty, probably pretty good. No, no, so, Mark. They got Roxanne Matafari. You got to go to MMA Junkie. It's listed there. No, no, I'm I'm on I'm, I'm on uh, reptile site. I'm on uh, where it says UFC and I'm on UFC.com. I think I think you got a different card there because the main card. Oh, I didn't hit the prelim. I'm not saying main card. I'm saying the prelims and the prelims. I know the prelims and the, the preliminary card and the early prelims. They they do not have Roxanne Montefiore fighting. Oh, I'm wondering if they which one is right. I guess we'll find out. They got two two other girls actually. They look pretty good looking. The early. But I guess we'll find out. Yeah, it's totally different between. Uh, they have the two ladies that are fighting. One is. Uh, Myra uh, Bueno Silva and then yeah. Manon Fiora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's totally different from MMA Junkie. Well, I guess we'll find out in the night of to see which one. I'm assuming the UFC's website would be more accurate, right? I think the easiest, I think the easiest uh, way at the site that I use is I just type in uh, UFC and then uh, actually, I wonder if I can share this with you. I don't know if I can share my screen. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We got to get going here anyway. Yeah. But anyway, so those are our picks for uh, UFC 266 taking place on uh, September 5th. And uh, that's a wrap for this particular episode, guys. Stay tuned. Zane, it was good seeing you. We'll have you back. Hopefully, we'll do a recap of this because we'll see who's right. All right. All right, guys. Take care. Take care, guys. Bye. All right, guys. We're at the end of our show. This is Mark Retorto. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called The Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C, not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. 
And also, don't forget, if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.